0: at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is The Warm-Up with Woolo and Moons. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Warm-Up for another week. Wallow and Moons with you. All thanks to Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Make sure you go and head down to Little Creatures for a couple of quiet ones over the weekend. Big show on the way. Bryce Gibbs going to join us, former Carlton star and, of course, the Adelaide Crows as well. He's retired from Sanford footy. We'll get his take on on what's been happening in Adelaide this week. Moons a six-pack and loads more as I welcome in the Geelong Superstar. Moons, welcome, mate. How are you? Hello, Wallo,
1: everybody. Uh, I'm excited about tonight. Big game tonight down in Catland. It is, or is it? If the dogs stuff this one up, they they, they might feature in my top six a little bit later. Well, we're going to go through the most disappointing
0: teams Mm. of this season. That's your Moons a six-pack this week. Dogs could feature... Hey, but just the to cats pick one just, on you.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Cats. Oh, <sighs> we'll get to them as well. Don't worry. They haven't had a great year. Um, North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. They get the number one pick at the moment, depending yep. on results today, obviously. Potentially Harley Reid. Yes. And there's also a chance that if Ben Mackay goes, somehow, with all the comings and goings and this and that and whatever. All the different formulas. All those formulas.
0: <laughs> the AFL manufacturer. They
1: might end up with pick two.
0: <laughs> Could How join. is this happening? Well, let me ask you a question first. What's he worth a season? You're starting – well, not starting a club. You're a footy manager or whatever, a list manager of a club. What are you paying him per season?
1: Well, what am I paying him or what is someone prepared to pay him? No, me? what are you paying him? I'm not paying him what people are going to pay him. All right. So as it stands – He's not Harry. Well, I can tell as you it that.
0: stands, um, if he can get 750 800 out of the Swans, Which potentially, or wherever he goes, that will justify – it, so what it is, it's an average over your period of, of contract. Yep. So over, a say, four-year contract, if he averages 750, 800, that falls into a first-round pick selection, yes. which is two. So this is why these sort of ones have got hair on them because mm. Joe Danaher went um, from Essendon to the Brisbane Lions yes. on big money on a two-year deal. But when he got there, renegotiated the deal and spread that money over a longer term. So... The way to be dodgy <laughs> is do a deal for three or four years, five years, whatever it happens to be, for Mackay to go yeah, to the Swans. Yeah. Make that money, you know, eight hundred thousand a year mm-hmm. for five years, but then or four years, whatever you want to do. Then when he gets there, renegotiate and spread that money. Say it is S- say um, four times eight. Say it is three point two over four. But when he gets there, they make it three point two over five or six. They get the pick. Then re- renegotiate the, the contract. That's how it works.
1: Wow, dodgy, isn't it? There, there, there's some hair on that.
0: Real hair on that one. So that's how he could get so
1: to Sydney's. So Sydney's a front runner for. for that's ben. where it
0: seems at the moment. Yep. Um, I think Essendon were in the mix a little as well. Bit of money Sydney because well, opened up might because be a little bit of Grundy with talk. Grundy could be in the mix there. Buddy obviously being uh, finishing up. Yeah. He's gonna be at the Gold Coast maybe as a coach <laughs> next year. Not playing, but he could coach, be coaching. But he's not
1: coaching. Apparently he likes to be a young one. Buddy will not coach. If, if he does it be the old forward line, Skills the old coach, coach yeah, skills. Goal coach, you, you rock in there once a week. Yeah. Probably probably pocket a hundred. Easy, I reckon.
0: I reckon <laughs> easy. <easier laughs> hey mate, um you've been a book week this week yeah, yeah, you going with the
1: kids? Yeah, well, my wife did it all, thank <laughs> God. And um yeah. Another book week down, and I've still got, what's my daughter, in year two.
0: That would have been about your 20th book week. Did you get chaired off on the way out of the school on Friday?
1: I'll tell you now. So my school, St. Roberts Primary School down in Newtown in Geelong, uh, my wife and I might have a banner at the end of our time there because (laughs) my son is 16 and my youngest, who is seven, uh, that's a lot of years at this primary school. Yeah,
0: a lot of book weeks. Mm. Uh, I had my first book week. This week, my young fellow oh, Hugo, first? yes, oh, very exciting. So That's he was only—he's actually only in kinder, but the school Morak Primary down along the Surf Coast did welcome the the kinder kids and had an absolute ball. So mm. well done to the kids; it's a great time. They love it, but it is—it can be a lot of hard work. Although I did bugger all. Well, to be there's honest. funny because
1: you've got the parents who who completely go overboard, yeah, and there's plenty of those. It's it's a competition, and then there are the parents like I put my hand up and my wife and I who do it at the last minute, yeah. And then it's panic stations, and yeah. so there's it, it, just snow in between. It's just not a fun Now my wife is looking to make a bit more of an effort after what she saw on
0: Friday. There were well, that's some the problem, pints.
1: though.
0: This, it, it makes mum sit back and go, oh, God,
1: I'm not doing enough. Another thinking, competition. But seriously
0: i have got to buy 18 pairs of leggings. Now I've got to... Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Moving on, we've got some big footy games this weekend. I want to touch on a couple of things, though, that sort of caught my eye during the week. Um, we know the Cats, uh, who are playing the Dogs tonight, can't make the finals. Uh, interesting, I saw a paper earlier this week run a poll about do you think Cats can still defend their premierships? So I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, was, uh, it was a good laugh there for a couple of minutes. They're resting a few. They are uh, seven I saw changes. Pictures of uh, Jeremy Cameron in hospital after surgery, shoulder having surgery, during the week. So uh, he's finishing up early. He decided to do his decided
1: to do his little YouTube post when he was coming off the uh, medication. Well, medication, and yeah, not sure how much he was putting that on, or that was just him. It might have been a bit of both. I think. <laughs> He uh, he does a great job. Cats, mate, your article this week. You still think they can go again? Uh, not so much. The, the question is for them. Where do they see themselves? Because for me, in the next two, probably two years, there's going to be a, a fair exit. Uh, you know, you've got Hawkins, Dangerfield, Stanley, Rowan, Duncan's coming to the end. Uh, Tui's another one. Obviously, Isaac Smith's just retired. Uh, and there's probably another one that I can't think so of. So, Stanley? Yeah, Stanley. So, yep. there, there's a big exit coming. So, are they? do they go, okay, we've had... Arguably, no, actually it is, the greatest 15-year era or 17-year era a clubs ever had in this history of Absolutely. the game. Absolutely. Do we just take a hit for a couple of years knowing that we've given everything to the supporters or they've given everything to the supporters? Do they take a little hit and just really go go for the draft? But in saying that, they don't have many draft picks either. They so don't, it's a really big, big question a, mark for Andrew Mackie what because, he
0: does here. Because they won the flag and well done to them last year, if they weren't in the mix for the flag last year and they traded out some of the older players like Hawthorne did, and what, uh, in terms of getting a couple of those guys who have played many years and still might have two or three yeah. years in them, but now for this year coming, they don't have really any currency to go anywhere. So the picks don't come in the door because no. you can't move a Zach Tui on somewhere and get a good pick for him. He's coming to his final year. He may retire, who knows, but... There's no currency left in those players. No. so look, you, you win a premiership every day of the week instead of moving oh, guys absolutely. out. So there's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, now twelve months later, well, everybody's it, been it saying,
1: happen. you know, here's the end, here's the end, here's the end for the Geelong, and they've kept rebutting that. Yep. But it, it, it might be, and that's okay. It's just interesting now to see which way Andrew Mackie and uh, Stephen Wells go, and the club go. Which um, you know, do they do they go after Darcy Parish? Which yeah. I wouldn't be paying eight hundred thousand dollars a year if if that's what they're talking because um, they do need midfielders, and they need midfielders badly. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see what they get back if, if Radaglia decides to go. So that's, yeah, I'm really interested to see which way they go. Do they keep topping up with a couple more 25-, 26-year-olds, or do they think, you know what, we've had our, we've had a really good time in the sun... We try and regenerate for 25, 26.
0: Yeah, it does make it difficult. A lot to happen there. Brody Grundy could get there. There's still talk about him potentially getting to Sydney, but he's mm. been dropped again. I know you were big on him, mate. You thought it was going to work. I did say yeah, no, it wasn't I, going to work.
1: I, I was okay with them having a go. I, I still believe if someone like McDonald had been fit, I think it may have worked a hell of a lot better. Uh, unfortunately for guys like Grundy and Gorn, they were expected to play the key forward role. That's not what they were there for. They were there to just sit basically in the goal squares, that big resting ruckman, have Gr- uh, have McDonald uh, or Brown do that work or horse role yep. and then have Fritch and then have uh, Pickett and all these guys running around. But because they didn't have someone there, they all of a sudden they had to move up Grundy and gone into that centre-half forward type position. And, yep. they, and they, they don't know how to play that position. Yeah, they they no. just don't. So it was unfair on them. But I think it's time for him to go.
0: Yeah, I think it is. Does Melbourne play hardball? Do you think? Oh, they have to, but, mm-hmm. but he's still, he's still got a four year deal. He's got a four year deal, but do they want to push him out too? So, they, I, for what, for, what I
1: can gather, yeah, but they're not going to just give him up. No. Each. So this it, that again, we're talking about the trade period coming up. I, I love the trade period because so I, I. I love the. I you and I, we both love American sports. We love our EPL and the trade period is like the best part, just I seeing so. who's going where. I know
0: people get upset every year about, oh, this has been talked about, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. But for me, the best part of it is the speculation. Oh, I the, love it. The actual deal is uh, a payoff at yeah. the end, potentially, a byproduct. product. Uh, the actual speculation is we could get this guy. Mm. We're trading up here. What's the pick in this one? I, I, that's I lo- the best and part. And I love
1: Joe Blow ringing up... Radio stage is going, now I've got one for you. Yeah, Here's a six-legged six <laughs> I, I need five clubs to be
0: involved uh, here.
1: You know what? If you're listening, keep doing that because it makes my day I love it. to that stuff. I
0: love it. I know Adam Cooney, he puts a lot of work in when Trade <laughs> Radio comes around. And he he tries to do the big ones. Yeah. And they never obviously come up, but he does do the five and six club trade, which I love. Hey, a bit of talk. I don't want to harp on the Adelaide decision last week being a goal point or otherwise. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to Bryce Gibbs a little bit later about Adelaide, the town's reaction. But they're talking about an eight second gap now. So if the ball goes through for a behind, be it a clear behind or otherwise, we'll have to wait eight seconds till the ball can be kicked back into play.
1: That just defeats the purpose of that whole new kick in rule that they brought in a couple of years ago.
0: I would have thought so because all of a sudden we get to set again. Or everyone gets to set up. And you don't get that ball rebounding out of.
1: No, I don't agree with that one whatsoever. I just I'm of the opinion that in that eight seconds, people upstairs have that eight seconds to review it, and if it's something's wrong message down to the umpire stop play
0: how do we not have so the big thing last week was that we obviously they didn't call for the review so that's where the issue was but surely we could have with the snicko live so why is not there's are those a, there's a lot of things all that all the there's a
1: lot of things that need to be fixed and and we've spoken about this for a long time and and after that weekend I'm sorry Adelaide it was poor for you but it might have been the best thing that happened for the AFL because they might pull their finger out of their backside and spend a little bit of money on something that has become extremely important. Yeah, but it's also messed up this weekend
0: because there's so many dead rubber games. There's so many teams that can't make it now. So that's what the big thing, I guess, as well. It's disappointing for all AFL fans, not just the Crows, who would be filthy about a Big show on the way. We're going to chat to Bryce Gibbs a little bit later on. He's just retired from footy, but we'll talk to him about the Crows and also his career at the Blues and what they're going to do in the finals. We'll take a look at the weekend preview And up next, Moon's a six-pack, most disappointing teams of 2023. This is the warm-up, all thanks to Little Creatures. For Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moon's. For Furphy, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moon's. Hope you're enjoying the show this morning. Speaking of the warm-up, hopefully the weather is on the improve. It looks to be finals footy in the local scenes as well. And, of course, finals in two weeks' time in the AFL. I'm going to chat to Bryce Gibbs about the Adelaide Crows' situation, but also his blue baggers and how they're travelling into their first final series for quite some time. We've got the weekend preview in just a sec, but, Moons, let's get in. To your six pack over the
1: top to Mooney aiming at a career best six right here runs it and gets
0: it loses six pack for little creatures all creatures welcome just in case you're wondering the music off the top some 41 fat lip this is Blink <laughs> 182 mate so I'm trying to go back to my Jeez, teenage yeah, really years going back, aren't you? hot punk anyway uh his, skateboarder growing up I, I tried to but I grew up in a country town we didn't have many flat roads yeah, um right. Moons a six pack for little creatures for Furfi at Little Creatures Village Geelong go and check it out Moons this time what are we doing what are we well we're going to talk back?
1: about the most disappointing teams this season right and so whatever go, reason it may be so we just go from eighteen through to Eighteen. Thir- no, is no, that you doing it at no all. you're not no, it's not ladder not position at all not ladder position all right are reasons why teams okay. sometimes finish down the bottom there is. Teams just might have missed out on the eight, who I think are really disappointing. Right. All right. Let's start. Okay. With so six. I'm going to what start we with, like? well, I'll start with a, a special mention. So people will say, well, West Coast, West Coast aren't on my list. How could they not be? I, not, they've had no players all year. There was a time when their, not their, their waffle team didn't even have an AFL player listed player on it. That's how bad their injuries yep. have been this year. So <laughs> I'm giving them a pass. At number six, I'm going to go Geelong. Give my old team a bit of a not a, not a whack, but when you're the ex, when you're reigning premiers and you miss the eight, okay, it hasn't been a great year. Yep, there's been reasons, but at the end of the day, you're, you're reigning premiers who missed
0: eight. and you aren't wrong. Like because you've said all year, if they make the finals, they could run. I mm-hmm. mean, you haven't been proven wrong. They no, didn't make them, so you, you never know if that could have been the case. And they and they would have. I know that. <laughs> uh,
1: number five with the, uh, I guess bringing in guys like Taranto and Hopper, and there was big news at at Richmond. This is going. they they're back. They're going to come back up the ladder and they're going to have another shot at the premiership. Yep. Coach walked out halfway through the year and they've missed the eight by a long way.
0: They were in the least, I reckon, the top four favourites of the flag at the start of the year. And again, losing Lynch
1: for most of the years really hurt them. You've jumped
0: on the back of Cane Corns. You're riding the Hopper train and the Taranto
1: train. Uh, Number four for me uh, is Fremantle. Now, I had these guys as a potential top four finish thought they might have been a sneaky top four. They just might have had one of those years. And I still think going forward they're going to be a really good unit. But this year they took a big step back. So they're at number four for me. Disappointing. At number three, virtually in the eight all year, but their last probably month to six weeks has been really poor in Essendon Footy Club. And they've finished the uh, season really poorly.
0: They were rusted on to make the finals. They, they got were. West Coast and North Melbourne twice.
1: We were talking the, the run of no finals appearances, finally over. And then they just completely imploded. I did say during the week, you can't lose a final
0: if you don't make them. So it's 7,000. It's, 7, 000, it's going to be 7,000 days. Smart. For Smart, by the base. Uh
1: Now, this might be a little bit uh, controversial, but at number two, I've got North Melbourne. Now, they've lost 20 in a row. They may lose 21 in a row today.
0: It's the worst in-season <laughs> record since 96, which was Fitzroy's yes. last year, excluding yes. the expansion team. So no team has lost 21. A, 21 it'll be
1: 21 in a row in a season. If, if they lose this afternoon. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but we weren't expecting big things from them. So disappointing season to lose 20 in a row, but we weren't expecting big things what from do,
0: them. What were we expecting after oh, round still two?
1: Well, probably top four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, two and zero. Uh,
1: number one. Now this may bite me on the backside oh, yeah. tonight, and oh, yeah. knowing what the Western Bulldogs can produce on the odd occasion, they might go off and win a final on me, and everyone will come at me. Well, you but have they been are hate- my most disappointing team this year because on paper versus what they deliver, particularly in the last half of this season, and particularly in the last five or six weeks has been poor at best. You have been hate-watching them for quite some time, though. Well, only because four or five (laughs) weeks ago I said, you know, they're disappointing. And I had every doggy supporter basically bang on my door and wanted to burn my house down. And then they lost to Sydney the next week. And from then on, it's just been a really poor end of the season. Ever since... um, And again, they might win tonight and they probably play finals and they might even win a final because they have that potential. And that's what makes me so frustrated and disappointed with them because on paper... They really are a good team, but they do not deliver. Now, they've been disappointing the Dogs. They may win tonight and then potentially
0: play the Blues in a final elimination final the week after. Six. So, um, you know, they could turn I their all the doggy season around very quickly. That's Moons' six-pack, all thanks to Little Creatures. Grab yourself a perfect Little Creatures Village Geelong today. Moons, let's take a look at the rest of the round. It's quite disappointing as I look at the SEN game ratings because... Because the crows got beaten last week in yeah. controversial style, it's actually affected a lot of games this weekend. Let's whip through the games. Hawthorne taking on Fremantle, the Hawks. One of the more informed. I'm picking teams the Hawks on this one. In and and it's funny we
1: talk about uh, what Sam Mitchell did and what you saw, talked about earlier about uh, you know when Clarkson got rid of uh, Lewis and um, Hodgie and Mitchell, and, Mitchell and, and everyone went, how could you do that? And I was a little bit, how can you do that to these legends? But now we're starting to see the rewards of those guys coming through. And what Hawthorne will be in the next couple of years, I think is going to be quite impressive.
0: Yep. So they uh, have the Dockers this afternoon. Uh, in Melbourne, You think they'd, uh, sorry, in Tassie, you think they'd get the job done there? Sorry, Melbourne. Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne and the Suns. This is an interesting game. North Melbourne just can't <sighs> afford to win.
1: But So here's a question for you Wallo. We've got integrity in our game. Now, we're all saying North Melbourne can't win. They won't want to win. They, they don't want to win. But As a coach, there's no way Alex the Clarkson is saying to his players, we've got to lose today. He's not doing that. And well, as players, when you're on that field, you're giving 100%. You, you, you'll be playing. So if there is a, a moment that they're three goals up in the last quarter, what happens here? It's a good question. Is, because the, because AFL, is the AFL watching?
0: Well, they have to be. Because they watch closely and all that sort of stuff around betting anyway and yes. see any um, things that are going on throughout the game that
1: may af- affect Nick that. Nick Larky ends up at fullback. There's some problems.
0: I think there is some problems <laughs> if
1: that does happen. But
0: I guess the situation, the way teams normally get around it, and it's why we've had a bye between the finals, is that clubs like Geelong tonight mm. manipulate their selection and that changes mm. them. Because every player is going out to try and win, but if you don't give yourself the chance by resting or or dropping or really six i mean players. McDonald
1: Zebul we know retired McDonald and Zebul knocked down back you know that's that's a big loss for north melbourne because they're a great experience but also gold coast has lost lacocious who's arguably their best forward yeah so, so that's very i'm just going to be very interested to see how this one plays out I still think the Suns will win. They yes. no, might not have a say in it, but who knows.
0: Interesting game. Uh, also today, Brisbane Lions take on the Saints. The Saints have been in some good form. I've been one that's been riding off them all year. I've been mm. wrong about them. Uh, they were impressive against the Cats last week, although the Cats no, are awesome. just travelling. Uh, could they show anything against the Lions? No, no I, I don't think, think so. I think
1: Brisbane are in a spot right now where they just are in good form. They want to keep that form going. And look, they've been a team that's been disappointing come finals time over the last few years. They so, have been, yeah. So this is their run. This is this is what they need.
0: This is the big chance because a couple of other sides in that top four aren't travelling particularly well. Let's take a look at the big game tonight, the Cats and the Bulldogs. Final game for the Cats this season down at Kinnia Park. Uh, the Dogs win. Seven changes for the Cats. The,
1: uh, the Dogs need to win. Libba back in, which I love. He's, he really is a heart and soul, that place. Um, if the Dogs don't win tonight... I I don't know what to say.
0: Their record's pretty poor, which everyone's record is poor. I don't know what to say. All right, so I think uh, the Dogs should win that one. Let's whip through the rest of the round. Uh, West Coast and Adelaide. Tex. Tex needs... Tex for 10. He needs 10 to try and give himself a chance to the Coleman medal t- to catch Kern. I doubt that's going to happen. Port Adelaide need a solid win, I reckon, against Richmond. They should get that. Very that's much home. like
1: Brisbane, just need to just soldier on going into the finals because they too have had a poor finals yep, record. And
0: stay unscathed because they've had mm. some injury concerns themselves. This is a good game, I reckon, on Sunday. Sydney-Melbourne. I've got a feeling at the SCG, the Swans are good enough to beat the Dees. I've
1: picked the Swans on this one. I think they are one of the informed teams in the competition, Um you know, it was only six weeks ago we, we couldn't believe that they weren't going to be playing finals. Yeah. They had a such a poor year, and now all of a sudden they are flying. Playing. You would not want to play Sydney. Yep. I'm telling you right now. The
0: last game is a good one, too, because it could hinge Depends on the Depends on what happens tonight. Yep. Carlton's game. Yeah, well, the Giants don't need to win if Bulldogs do lose. But Carlton will play the Giants. Kurnow will win the Coleman. you'd imagine, in the home and away season. But the Giants need to win to give themselves a chance mm. if the Dogs do win tonight. I feel like they're a chance, but the way the Blues are going i will get the job done. Yeah,
1: don't rest on Giants. i I got to see them a few weeks back, and since then I've just been completely hooked on them. I think the Sydney hiccup was a bad one, but I think they've been playing great footy.
0: All right, stay with us. Plenty to come on the warm-up this morning. A big round of footy coming your way. We're going to take a look at some local footy action and, of course, the marketplace. But up next, we're going to chat to former number one draft pick in 2006 and Blues star Bryce Gibbs. This is the warm up all thanks to Little Creatures and don't forget get in every Wednesday and Thursday grab yourself a wood fire pizza and a schooner for just 25 bucks and every Friday night they've got the DJ on the decks as well. Go and check them out littlecreatures.com.au For Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. This is the warm up with Warlow and Moons The at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm with Warlow and Moons. All well, thanks to Little Creatures. We've got our local footy coming up very soon. Plenty of finals action this weekend and the marketplace. Moons and I are going to have a bit of a battle here because we actually, what I'm selling, he's buying. It's never been done before. <laughs> Let's see if it works out very soon. <laughs> uh, special guest on the show right now, a champion player for the Carlton Footy Club and also... For the Crows as well. Part of the SEN family in SA. Retired from Fruity this week. Former number one draft pick Bryce Gibbs. Bryce, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, you're winding up today. How does it feel?
2: Yeah, g'day, boys. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, it is, uh, it is a bit of a, a last dance today. Uh, playing my last senior game in the Sandville for South Adelaide. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, a little bit of an emotional week, obviously. Um, coming to the end of probably my professional semi professional career so uh yeah it's been um been good to a lot of people have reached out over the week once yeah, i announced it on monday and uh fittingly i'll uh, i'll be playing against glenelg where i where i played as a junior and uh played some senior for you before i got drafted so we're playing glenelg at glenelg and uh, they tell me it's their past players day as well so there'll be plenty <laughs> of old old players that i played with uh Giving me a bit of lift over the fence, which will be uh, which will be good fun. Oh, plenty of feedback over the fence on that one,
1: uh, Gibbsy. Age, body, just time. What, what's the reason, mate?
2: Yeah, there's probably uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, probably start to slow down a little bit. I cop uh, a couple of soft tissue injuries earlier in the year, which I'd never sort of uh, dealt the old with man before. Calf so was it? <laughs> it's one calf, one hamstring, move, so <laughs> the, the body's certainly starting to get a little bit fragile in its old age, as it does. Um, so you couple that up with, um, obviously, the commitment, what it takes mm-hmm. still at, at Sandful level. You know, you, we're talking still four, four nights a week plus game day after a, a full day's work. So probably the motivation yeah. to, to back up and, and keep high standards, which is what you need to do in uh, in the Sandville still. I just sort of was lacking a bit of mo- motivation. And then, obviously, it's not about me anymore and a couple of young kids with uh, school sport, as, as you guys would know. Uh, school sports starting to take over on the weekends. So when you've got footy on a Saturday morning, basketball Sunday mornings, and and dance concerts on Sunday <laughs> afternoons, it's uh, it'd be pretty selfish yep. of me to continue on chasing my my dreams uh, when they're just starting theirs.
0: Mate, you've uh, you've been doing radio for a couple of years now. Um, how are you enjoying it?
2: Yeah, it's been been really good, while well, I've uh, I sort of had a bit of a love hate relationship throughout my career with the media, and, and it was sort of a, an area that I thought. Uh, there's no, no chance that I'd end up in the media and finally enough Moons was uh, the same I think he
0: was very angry
1: they wrote out that paycheck I went, oh that's
2: nice <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. actually I do <laughs> like them I do like them actually that, that certainly helps so uh, no I just got asked randomly to, to fill in for some special comments uh, last year at some of the, the AFL games and, and off the back of that got asked to co-host a, a sports show on a Saturday morning a bit like you guys and from there I've just really enjoyed it probably being able just to speak a bit more freely as well, not being uh, you know, in AFL land, uh, that, that bubble you can sort of consume yourself in, a bit, bit free to, to have an opinion and, and just talk about my experiences and, and what I've what I, you know, dealt with over the journey. It's been uh, really enjoyable.
1: Bryce, you give us a rundown of the implosion that happened in Adelaide with the point that wasn't a point that was a point. Uh, how, was the, a point how was the was. feedback on the radio?
2: yeah it's uh it's been pretty crazy over here, as you can imagine, especially early in the week um probably from the supporters and, and members and especially from the the crows from a crow's point of view obviously anger was the the first and foremost emotion that was that was thrown about um a bit of disappointment as well um and and justifiably i mean when you oh, when absolutely. your seasons on the line yeah. like that and uh you know ben keys the, once he kicked it the sort of view he had and he he was it was pretty clear in his mind that he'd kicked it with the celebration he was giving because, um, you know, it's put, put his side in front with 70-odd with seconds to go when you need to, to to win the last two games of the year to make finals. It was certainly a lot on the line. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was what it was on the night. The umpire uh, was pretty confident. he uh, it, it had touched the post. Um, and we've obviously see it all unfold during the week and, and what's going to be put in place going forward. So, yeah, I think... The Adelaide Footy Club handled it pretty well in terms of Matty Nix and, and the players throughout all their interviews this week. Um, obviously, they're disappointed in the result, but they're, they're looking at uh, what happened throughout the year to probably why they got in that position in the first place. I think they lost uh, about six games by less than a kick. Uh, uh, a couple of those to Collingwood, uh, and then to find themselves you know 30 points down at at three-quarter time in a in a what essentially is an elimination final, you don't want to be leaving it to the last minute to to be deciding your season. So they've handled it very well, but yeah, a lot of anger and frustration amongst all the Crow supporters over here.
1: We saw Richmond in 2017. We'll talk about this off air before Richmond in 2017. We saw this juggernaut. Is that what we could expect with the Blues supporters?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so, Moon. actually. Uh, reflecting back on that two thousand and thirteen, from memory, it was the the year we finished ninth, actually. Yes, so, yeah, correct. Probably weren't. <laughs> That's uh, right. We oh, end up winning we the first final. The <laughs> that one. We end up knocking off Richmond. that so might, right. might be a little bit longer than ten years. Uh, some people forget. So, I mean they've been building for a couple of years now in terms of getting their list right and obviously getting uh, Michael Voss across as well he's had a couple of years to implement his system and it's been a bit of a roller coaster for him hasn't, well, hasn't mid year you years. must have well, been yeah. thinking
1: this well, place is well, what's going on well, they,
2: they were nearly um, declared premiership favourites after round four or five when they were leading into the the yeah. gather round undefeated, and then uh, and they almost sacked their coach. That's right. Everyone was calling. <laughs> and now he's nominated for, for coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Paddy Cripps needed to retire. It must be a roller coaster
1: ride being a Blues man, Gibbsy. It
2: certainly is. It certainly <laughs> is. But uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud of them that they, they stuck their course they, they stuck on the path that they knew they wanted to go and and it's funny footy momentum and and um, when you're in form you, you've got to make the most of it and they've certainly done that over the last 10 weeks and we all know footy it's obviously getting bigger and stronger and faster and but it's still a pretty simple game in terms of you know Winning the contestable, ball, winning it around the stoppages, play your game in the forward half, and that's all Carlton have done in the in the last ten weeks. Sort of rolled their sleeves up, got to work, and and have played some good footy off the back of it. So, uh, yeah, they they find themselves in a, a final series. So for for Carlton supporters, it's it's been a long time coming, and and hopefully you know. It is an elimination final, uh, but hopefully they can win a few games and, and do some damage in September.
0: In the end, being a pretty good win last week, I know they just got over the line against Gold Coast, but they could have easily been turned over after what was a bad start. Before we let you go, mate, Harley Reid looks like he's going to be the number one pick. In fact, he will be. North Melbourne will do their best to not win this afternoon. Just uh, just briefly, how did you feel going into becoming the number one pick in 2006? Did you feel the pressure or you just it was just a number? Because often a lot comes with it.
2: Yeah, it's, it was an interesting time. It was a long time ago now. I think there's probably even more hype and, and, uh, you know, media uh, around it these days than, than there was when I was coming through. But, um, yeah, it all depends on the individual, I suppose. Um, there's no doubt that he'd be looking at the, the latter closely over yeah. the last couple of weeks and seeing if for a long time he probably thought he was going to be at West Coast, but, uh, that sort of flipped on its head in the last week as we know. And, um, I mean, it's, it'll be the, the, the club will be is the, is the place that they'll have to manage the expectations I was lucky enough that when I, when I got drafted that, that Carlton were really good in, in terms of not putting any pressure on in saying oh, you have to play this amount of games or you have to dominate off the off, off your first game so um, uh, no doubt he's, he's a mature kid and he's looking forward to the opportunity and he'll understand once he once he does get picked up to uh, whoever it is, that that's where the, the real hard work starts and he'll like, just be looking forward to training hard, earning the respect from his teammates and hopefully he can go on to have a, a long and successful career.
0: Well, mate, hopefully you don't uh, go falling over this afternoon. Hopefully get through your last game. A couple of uh, brewskis tonight. Enjoy your retirement. Thanks for joining us on the show, mate. Best of luck and uh, enjoy the finals, which is going to be an absolute cracker.
2: No worries, boys. Thanks for having me on. Congratulations, buddy.
0: Former Blue Star and, of course, at the Crows as well, Bryce Gibbs, joining us on the show, retiring with uh, South Adelaide against Glenelg this afternoon. Stay with us. We've got our local footy wrap and the Marketplace on the way. Moons and I are both buying and selling (laughs) the same thing. That next. All thanks to Little Creatures. For Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. This is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons. The Marketplace for Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. Oh, I'm just letting you know what all the music is this week because uh, moose was quite interested. That is the John Cena walkout movie uh, music for WWE. So uh, you can't see You're me, a WWE man. I'm not really. My young fella is. I've sort of got, got into it now, doing wrestles. So there you go, John Cena. You, you know can't see real. me. It is real. I, yeah, I, I'm, big you know on, I'm big on that. Uh, the marketplace, we're buying and selling something in the world of sport. This week, we're going to buy First Moons. What are you buying okay. this week?
1: So, over in the uh, world, Champion, world Athletics Championships over in Budapest, we saw this great camaraderie between athletes in pole vault where we've got two people collecting gold.
2: They're just too tired to carry on. It looked to me like Katie
0: Moon is suggesting it. Sure. Neither. <gasps> It is. It's it happening. Is.
2: We're seeing a repeat of the 2021 Tokyo Olympics in the high jump, and they're going to share the gold. They can hardly believe.
1: Now, that is awesome. Two people coming away with gold. They've come up to each other and said, look, we could compete. We could both have a crack, or we both, after years and years of hard work and dedication and Basically, just throwing everyone else out of the way. It's all about us. We finally get this gold medal. I think that is absolutely amazing. All right, I love it. I'll respond when I'm. What are you you buying, my friend?
0: (laughs) I'm buying this week uh, the untold docos, the sporting docos on Netflix. Amazing. So I watched the Johnny Football one during the week with Johnny Munzal, who was a star in high school, star at uh, A and M in college. And wasn't what, a
1: star at uh, Cleveland.
0: No, he wasn't a star when he got drafted to Cleveland, uh, a quarterback. But what I found amazing about it, the story was incredible, right? But what I found amazing, he was so big in college, when they found out that they couldn't quite prove that he was selling and signing merchandise mm. on the side to make money, they suspended him
1: for doing it. Mm.
0: Half a game. <laughs> half <laughs> a game. He had, had to sit out the first half of the game then came on and play the second and half. And what
1: did he do in the second half? Please tell me he came come from behind and won. And it. they won. He Incredible. was he was a big deal, Johnny. He was. <laughs>
0: half a game suspension. We've seen some rough suspensions this year. I wouldn't mind seeing half <laughs> suspensions in the AFL. That would be
1: nice. Hey, I'll tell you what I'm going to sell this week. Cooper's Stadium, who have come out before the A-League season has even started, and said, victory fans, no, you can't come in. You're not coming. You're not coming over. You cannot come. So you know what they're going to do now? They'll still go over there. That just means every pub in Adelaide is going to get trashed. Yes. Because <laughs> so they will take this that... personally.
0: So victory fans cannot go and watch their side playing they Adelaide cannot. this season.
1: Which the, they brought up some vision of about three years ago after they, <laughs> they kicked a the goal. Of course, they celebrated. Jeez, it's soccer. Who would have thought? That's it. Yeah, well, a little bit of silly. carrot. All right. So what are you selling, my friend? Well,
0: I'm selling the split gold <laughs> this week How Nina Kennedy and Katie Moon. This is a disgrace. All right. Here we go Moons. You're playing in the 2007 AFL Grand Final. You and Port It's a different you and Port scenario. Adelaide, you and Port Adelaide get together, you and Kane Corns, your best mate, you stand side by side and say, "You know what? Why even bother playing today? Or we're actually, we're level at three-quarter time, although it was a blowout. We're level at three-quarter time. How about we just split the cup? It's
1: a different scenario. Absolute
0: disgrace. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. A one-off in the Olympics a couple of years ago, fine. Great moment. But we can't just rock up to finals now and say, why bother playing? Well, This but, is participation but the thing is though. Stuff, this this is ba- is participation. They knew they were at a spot
1: where they... Neither of them were probably going to go past where, where it was anyway, so... Why bother?
0: Uh, Actually, I, you
1: know what, I would like to see someone no go. I would ma- imagine like Nina went, stuff you, moon. We we're, we're jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let's put go. It up another inch. We're going again.
0: <laughs> we're going again. All right. That's our marketplace this week. I can't believe Moons is buying that. He, I, I thought you were more competitive than that, to be perfectly honest. Hey, big weekend of footy coming your way. Looking forward to the cats and the dogs tonight. And also, Carlton taking on the Giants tomorrow night will shape this eight for uh, this season. All thanks to Little Creatures. Don't forget, perfect Little Creatures. Or upgrade a pizza and any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just $25. Littlecreatures.com.au. Moons, enjoy the footy over the weekend, mate. Join your buddy.